everybody. It must be Sunday afternoon because here I am and hopefully there you are. And Carly is present. Hey, Carly. Hello. How the heck? Isn't it beautiful today? It is. Very nice. Yeah. Turned out a lot nicer than I thought it would. Me too. Yeah. Nice and sunny. And boy, I tell you, that sun is so strong now that boy, you you just stand in there and you feel like you're getting a tan through your clothes. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, just look at it a few days ago. We had all that snow on the ground and now there's like barely any. I know. And that was thick, heavy stuff. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. I almost, you won't believe that the snow came Thursday, right? And I had a new yeah. class starting Wednesday. Yeah. Let's review what happened to my last Tuesday and Wednesday classes where right. they were canceled because of weather and then canceled again and then canceled again. I'm going, when I heard that storm was coming in, it's was like, if it lands on for Wednesday, I am going to spit nails. <laughs> I am going to spit nails. So I was so happy that it came in because it, it snowed a little bit, you know, because I had two classes. Yeah. Snowed a little bit, but it wasn't like danger, Will Robinson. And so then I was so happy that it came later. And then, but I think it's it it, it came earlier than they anticipated because originally they said it was supposed to come like maybe eight ish, and it started at like five ish, five thirty. It's probably yeah. snowing. Yeah. So it was crazy. Oh well. Yeah. I was at the job fair when it started, so I did the Minnesota Education Job Fair on Wednesday. Oh, okay. And all of a sudden, I heard people just like when we were walking around because it was at the convention center. Okay. It's snowing already, guys. And I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> no. don't tell me that. And like, I, I, like, there are no windows to see. Yeah. yeah so they, you're oh, just like, that. how bad is it? Yeah, how bad is yeah. it really? That's when I just say, hold on a minute. Yeah. I'll be back. I got to check this out. I got to see for my right. very own yeah. eyes. <laughs> but anyway, so hopefully now today we have a special guest. We're gonna, we have Amy DeLong here. And she we're going to be talking about oils, like essential oils or whatever, uh, for aro- aromatherapy. Uh, for like uh, thunderstorms, fireworks, uh, calming, anxiety ridden uh, for dogs and cats. So hopefully you put your ears on. And remember, uh, the, my show and all the shows here on mytalk1071.com is podcast. So you can go to that my mytalk1071.com and you can go to my KDK9 show page, catch my podcasts, and then for today and for all the past shows, right? So, and remember, all the shows here on my talk are, and you can string, stream us live anywhere in the world by just going to mytalk1071.com. Yeah, this week was not uh, earth shattering. I'm getting decluttered a little bit, so I'm happy about that. But anyway, so without, oh, and then uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Sue Baldwin. Today's going to be calling at about five, and we're going to talk about uh, the Bark for Life uh, uh, fundraiser for that. And otherwise, I don't think I got anything else. Oh, let me see. Da, 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 da. Oh, uh, April 15th, tax day. <laughs> that's tomorrow. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. it is. Today's 14th. Yes, that's, that's right. tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow night at 6 p.m. at Four Perfect Pets in, in uh, Oakdale or North St. Paul, whichever is right on the cusp there. Uh, she is having a green tripe uh get together a lot of people don't know what green tripe is and how beneficial it is and dr jess uh, we talk about it a lot and here you can uh, you can go to greentripe.com and uh but she's going to be uh, diane's going to be dealing with it dealing in it dealing so you could buy the green tripe at her place so she's uh it's a donation uh, the cost of for the class is just a free will donation that's going to go to the bark for life for the you know for the american cancer society so uh but anyway so you just uh, that's go to the number 4 perfectpets.com the number 4 perfectpets.com to learn more about it but that's going to be then tomorrow night 6 p.m. up there in uh Oakdale so uh it's really you need to know learn about trife yeah it stinks i know but the cats love it dogs really love it i can't stand it but you know what for the better of my animals i 
I suck it up and I do it. <laughs> I just quick hurry up, put it in the bowl. <laughs> Don't smell a lot. But it is. It's one of the best stuff out there. So, Also, too, you can go to uh, Relay for Life. Uh, dot uh, org slash Stillwater MN or Bark Stillwater MN, and you can join my Katie Canine Cruisers uh, team. You can raise funds for my team, and uh, this year it's in honor of my Zelda who died of bone cancer last November twenty third. So, if you want to join my team, that'd be great. Just go to relayforlife.org slash Bark Stillwater MN, and then click on the Katie. K9, K, the letter K, the number nine, and then cruisers with a K, K R U Z E R S, right? So it'll be great if you want to, you know, donate some money to my team or you want to be a part of the team and walk that day on May 11th. But so go there. And then, like I say, Green Tripe tomorrow, uh, April 15th, 6 p.m. at Four Perfect Pets. And it's something that you need to know about because it is awesome, especially if your dog has digestive issues or skin issues. This tripe can really help out. So anyway, okay, let's, without further ado, and we'll be taking your calls uh, along through here too. You can, if you got questions for Amy DeLong, you can please call them in. And then if you got questions for me, please call those in, 651-641-1071. Welcome, Amy. How you been doing? Oh, tur- hit, hit your button. Hit the red button. There we go. All right. There we, there we go. go. Yay. Now we can hear. You can hear as well as I can hear. Yeah. So how the heck are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Oh, oh, that's good, good, good. Well, first, so if people are listening, if they want to go to your website and check you out even more, how can they get a hold of you? AmyWilliamsDeLong.com. And also there'll be a link on my show page on MyTalk1071.com. Okay, so speak to me. Uh, aromatherapy, holistic measures, uh, where do we start? Oh, where do we start? Well, diffusers seem to be a really hot topic these oh, days. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. They do, and uh, people are loving using their oils and their diffusers, and then they forget to consider how strong that smell is for their animals. For both dogs and cats, or for even both. iguanas or rabbits yeah, or gerbils or whatever they've got. Yep, definitely. Yep. So, uh, really need to take into consideration, like, a common... Um, like online, if you're Googling, you might find you could put 15 to 20 drops in for a person, Mm -hmm. which personally I still think is high. You don't need to go that high. But if we're looking at animals in the house, we really probably want to stay under five drops. Five drops? Into like an ultrasonic type diffuser. Okay. What's what's the difference between an ultrasonic and just a regular diffuser? Well, there's several different kinds of diffusers out there. Um, Ultrasonic is you're putting you. It has water in it, so you're going to put the drops into the water, water okay. and then it comes out kind of looking like a steam. All right, you know, all right. Like okay. a th- yep. fog yep. kind of thing. Fog, yeah. So you're, you really are diffusing it in water. There are diffusers that just you can hook up a bottle straight to it, Ooh. so a nebulizer type, and then the oil is going straight out into the air. It's not diluted at all. Oh, wow, and that's not good for pets not, or us, probably. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's okay for humans if you're like, you know, really trying to treat cold or you know something respiratory or something but it's only very short-term use so most people you know enjoy the smell of some oil or scent and they want it you know in their home and they or fresh in the air or something and uh so that type of diffuser isn't that effective or, or appropriate for that use but the ultrasonics are really um really good for animals and they also have good ones will have an intermittent option on it so that it will like go on and then off okay and then on and then off all right which is really great when you have like an anxiety dog at home Mm -hmm. or something so when we use oils like we want to calm for separation anxiety Mm -hmm. 
That way we can keep some scent going, but it doesn't overwhelm the dog. All right. All you know, right. for an an entire day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dog comes, he's really relaxed. He's almost comatose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, so you got the ultrasonic, uh, which is a, a, a better one in the long run as far as adding. For, d- for animals, it's definitely the way to and go. And that's the one with that water and it comes out, out like a mist type thing. Yep. Okay. You just, anyway, if it says uh, five drops is kind of the max for them. Yeah, you know, I would say like for dogs. Okay, you know five is plenty, and then we and always adjusting for the size. If you have a Chihuahua, you might go down to two. All right. If you have, you know, a Lab, you might be up at the four or five range. All right. Okay. Um, and if you have like birds in the house, you're gonna want to be like definitely down at the one or two, or very cautious around the right. birds. You know, maybe even doing it in a separate room mm-hmm. for where they are. Um, no matter. What you're doing with it, I always say, observe your pets. Mm-hmm. You know, watch for signs that, that it might be too much. And, and what are some of the signs? Drooling. Okay. Excessive drooling. Right. Of course, unless you're at mealtime yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> um, respiratory issues is really common. I just had an email last week from somebody who said, you know, wanted to learn more because they were using oils and their cat started having respiratory issues. Ooh. So then they cut all use, right. you know, until they could learn more. Okay. But so um, respiratory drooling, let me think, um, they might get really lethargic. All right. They might start vomiting right. or um, diarrhea, but usually you're going to see the vomiting will happen. What um, if like the dog or cat doesn't want to go into the room that the diffuser's in? Then you let them stay out. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yep. I always advocate for a way out that they always get an exit route. So say you want to diffuse for yourself at night because you're, you're not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Um, consider if your dog or cat sleep with you because bedrooms tend to be a smaller room. Oh, that's very true. You know, then if I'm diffusing in my living room, mm-hmm. And they could go off to the bedroom to right. sleep or something. So they always need an exit route so that they can get away from that scent if they want to. Okay. Hold on to that thought because we got to run. Okay. Some ant, ant eaters don't have something. What don't ant either eaters have? We'll be right back. Hello. Thank you for tuning into the Katie Canine Show. I'm here every Sunday, 4 to 6, answering, uh, you're answering your canine questions and occasional feline question. Today we have Amy DeLong. We're going to be discussing all the whole two hours here about oil. So please stay tuned because, you know, as far as fear of uh, thunderstorms that are going to be coming up and then we got 4th of July, 4th, you know, uh, fireworks and then just the beneficial of what the oils can do to help your dog, cat or whatever. So we'll be talking to Amy about that. So let's grab a couple calls and then we'll get, and then if you got any calls uh, to Amy, please uh, give them a call or, you know, call in and and she'll be happy to answer them at 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat first here? Okay, we're going to talk to Jolene. Oh, wait a minute. We forgot the trivia question. Yeah. That's Keep me right. on task here. Sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry. what don't anteaters have? They don't have something. Think about it, what an anteater looks like. Yeah. What don't they have? A jaw? No. They don't have teeth. teeth. They have no teeth. I, okay. It's all, their but tongue is very long and very sticky. They don't have a jaw then. Yep, I have, you have no to idea. Have te- oh, yeah, that must be all nose. Yeah, it must be all nose, but yeah. they don't have any teeth. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Interesting. I see them every day, you know, up in Hugo. <laughs> Do you really? No. I was like, right. what? <laughs> I don't Wake think up, they're even like coffee. native to they're Minnesota. Down south. They're yeah. down south. 
or what? Well, I was just like, why? I'm so confused. Yeah, boy, that, did, well, that yeah. was easy. <laughs> so I'll have to try that one again. <laughs> okay, let's head to the phone line. Okay, we're going to talk to Jolene. Jolene has a question about her puppy that is biting. All right. Hi, Jolene. How you doing? Hi, Kitty. We're doing good. We just uh, called a couple few weeks ago. We just got our new puppy. All right. She, she's doing really good. Um, but she is, like most puppies do, biting. Okay. Um, what kind of pup? She's the Yellow Lab and Golden Retriever. Okay. And um, she's she's really smart, and it's almost like she knows because um, we'll be walking, and then if she's, like, done, she'll walk really good, and, and, and then if she's done, she'll, like, start biting or... Mm-hmm. If we're walking in the yard, we have a fenced-in yard, a big yard. We're walking in the yard. She'll come up behind us, and she bites at our at our legs. Mm-hmm. And when I'm trying to walk with her outside, too, she she's biting our legs a lot. She's, okay. And then um, how old is she? She's 11 weeks old. Okay. Uh, the big thing now, uh, you got to remember, everybody wants to tire the pup out by taking them for long walks. Don't do that. A pup okay. that age might one, uh, two blocks out and back. That's yep. it. All right. And then okay. because when they get tired, a tired puppy is a crabby puppy. And a crabby yep. puppy bites and lunges and, and is not happy to be around. <laughs> okay. 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 So then, so you, you do that, it's better to do several short walks than one, you know, huge walk. All right. Yeah. And also, too, like, okay, being that she's doing this right now, I would let her drag a, a nylon leash in the yard. So when she goes to come up behind and jump at you, quick step on the leash and go, uh-uh, wrong. And then ask yep. her, give her something else to do, sit. And so she does, yeah. thank you. And then maybe get her, redirect her onto something else. You can get okay. a spray bottle, fill it with water, set it on stream, and then carry that with you. And then if she does nip at you, you know, that where you didn't get a chance to step on the leash, turn right. around and just blast her at the exact same time. Give the growl, ah, and then say, yep. leave it. All right, because you want her to leave you alone. <laughs> okay. Yep. And then just blast her right in the face. Ah, leave it. And as soon as she backs off, thank you. Don't say good girl. Remember, that gets them all nutsy in the heads. Yeah. And so just thank you. And then maybe carry a ball or carry something else with you. Ask her yep. to sit. And then here, go play with the ball or whatever. Get her onto something else. Redirect her. Just don't stand there and wait for her to do it again. Because remember, right. puppies have... Uh, uh, attention span of a gnat. All right. <laughs> so we just got to move. Have- we just got to move around. We have been around. doing the nylon leash, too, and doing all, all of that, too. We haven't done the water, so that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe shorten our stints outside with her a little bit more. She yeah. does, and she's good at, when she's good, she's really good. And when she's naughty, she's obviously, like you said, tired. Oh, yeah, so that's what it tired. is. And, and at that point, especially that size dog, they sleep more than they're awake. And so that's yeah. why you got to give her plenty of naps because she really needs them to help growing and just, you know, keep her more mentally sane. <laughs> okay. But never okay. smack, don't never smack the nose and never hold the mouth shut because that will okay. aggravate the situation. Now, let's say you right. blast her with the water in the face and she just looks at you like, yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> then go half apple cider vinegar, half water. And then okay. what you're going to do is aim for the nose or for the mouth and get that growl in there. Ah, fight. Yep. All right. And But if she's jumping at you, then it's ah, leave it. All right. Okay. Or she's going after your feet or your legs or whatever type thing. And then make sure you're always armed. Before you open that door and go anywhere with her, make sure you're armed. So that okay. then now you've got 
the situ- you know situation under control. Same thing in mm-hmm. the house. And then and don't be scared to give timeouts. The puppies need timeouts, but don't say it gruffly like bad dog, get in your kennel. You don't want right. to do that. You just say you lose. Let's go to the kennel. Yay us. You just be happy about <laughs> it. You know why they're going there because you're being naughty. But you don't want it to become. That's how it becomes a punishment crate when people scream yeah. and say get in your kennel. That was right. where. But otherwise, you would just go kennel. Let's go. And then they're gonna be like okay, let's go. Now the they can breathe and you can breathe and everybody can readjust, right? Mm-hmm. Because because the golden side, they are, do have a tendency to be more oral, more mouthy, and okay. that's just the way they are. So you just got to be consistent and persistent on what you know whether you're going to try. You can also try a penny can shea, filled with oh, uh, yeah, yeah shea, uh, rinse it out five pennies, tape the top of it with duct tape, and carry that with you. And when she goes okay. to um, you know nip at you, right. you just shake the can above her head and go ah. No bite or ah, leave it. All right. So just have different tricks up your sleeve so that all the, and the bigger thing is to get that growl in there so that she starts, you know, listening, holding that thought and and learning and going forward. All right. Sometimes Mm -hmm. if you're on a walk and she starts really jumping and really being goofy, then step on the leash about maybe eight inches from the hook. Okay. And keep your hands out of her, out of her way. Right. You know, close to your body and just wait her out. Keep side profile. Remember, that's a calming signal. All right. And yeah. Until finally she just kind of either lays down or stands there like, well, that didn't work. Then just calmly get off the leash and just go forward. So that's the main way to handle it. Don't start jerking at her. All right. And and last time I talked to you, you said it was okay for the um, the star mark. Yep. Uh, color, color, yeah. Yep. We literally just got it today. Okay, it yep. literally just arrived. She's got to be used to a collar first. So what? She's and got she a, is. She's got a buckle collar. Okay, then put the star mark collar on it with with that one. And then once she gets used to it, then take the buckle collar off, and it's just a star mark. Okay. Okay. Perfect. You're the best. Thank you, kid. You bet, Kat. Have a great one. Good luck. <laughs> let Thanks. the we'll keep your let the shenanigans begin. <laughs> <laughs> they have. Take care. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a tough one. That really is. That those that puppies all day. I'm, I'm glad I haven't had a puppy in over fifty years. <laughs> okay, now a big thing is um, anxieties. Now oils. Well, first of all, let's kind of go into the oils. There's different different degrees of oils, and you know we always say about Young Living as is essential oils. Is that a brand also? Essential oils. I know Young Living is a is a brand. Correct. Correct. Okay. So when we're talking oils. Then how do people know what's a good oil, bad oil? What are we looking for here? Well, that's kind of a really complicated load of questions. Okay. (laughs) Um, It's a lot of marketing. Mm -hmm. I mean, because so many terms, um, unless you really know what you're looking for, it's hard to tell. All right. So, but I have, um, I would not advise getting oils like at Walgreens, Target, any of the grocery stores, or even the co-ops. All right, why? Um, because we don't know the shelf life. Oh, okay. We don't know how long they've been. Most all oils have like a shelf life. All right. And um, what's the average? Um, two, three years. Oh, okay. So, I mean, if you found something you really loved at your grocery store and mm-hmm. it's and it feels, you know, it smells good to you, mm-hmm. it's like fine, use it. Um, you may not get the same kind of therapeutic value out of it. All right. As you know, when we, when I'm looking to like treat something right. such as anxiety, right? Um, but it doesn't mean it's bad. Mm-hmm. But there are things to consider, you know, all the oils are going to smell different and you're right, there's brand names and they are popping up all over the place, left and right on Amazon. So I wouldn't order anything on Amazon. All right. Um, There are some really great oil companies that are small that I, that I work with online. Mm -hmm. So I guess the easiest way to do is just like, you know, contact me and I can 
direct you. I have my list of oils all or right. oil companies, but they're all great because you can call them with any questions. All right. Um, and you're going to get a person. Okay. A real person. A real person um, that knows about what they have and when those oils were distilled from the distiller. All right. And so, you know, you know, and they'll have a report. So the biggest thing about oils is that you can do testing on them to see what chemicals are actually in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and some oils are being adulterated. So they're having other chemicals put in that are synthetic mm-hmm. to make it smell like the real oh, thing. Okay. But right. then they're not the real thing. The real so they're, thing. Not, they're not going to be helpful. Right. Wow. Right. So right. you will see, you know, terms like pure, 100% pure, therapeutic grade. All those are more marketing terms, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only way to know the grade of it is by these reports, really, mm-hmm. to know if there's if it's purely what it's supposed to be or not. And so how do, can you get those reports? A lot of these companies that I work with, right. most all of them have those available. All right. So you could call them, you could email them and say, do you have a cop? Some of them are on the website, so right. you can just click and see when the date was. That on your was, website? You mean, not or, my website, oh, okay. on the company website now if they go to your website do you have those companies on your website or they I d- don't have them on they, the they t- have to talk directly to you yep okay so how For can now. they get a hold of you <laughs> amy williams com. okay this is the website okay. or so you go ahead amy at amy williams delong okay dot com okay amy at amy Oh, Amy at AmyWilliamsDelong.com. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm confused. <laughs> okay. So we're going to talk, talk more about that because that's why they're popping. Like you say, they're popping up all over. So, and, and it's just like the CBD oil. Everybody's, you know, there's a de- well, reason why this bottle's 50 and why this b- bottle's, you know, 15 or exactly. 20. And so there's a there's reason a, we want to dr- address yep. that so that yep. people get, then we'll, then we'll talk more into what the oils can do to help these uh, to help my listeners. Okay, in 1924, a Labrador door retriever was sentenced to life without parole at Eastern State Penitentiary for what? We'll be back. All right, thank you for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me, KDK9, from 4 to 6. It's not going to be too much longer. It's going to be cabin time, and I'll be doing drive time from the head cabin. So that's going to be kind of cool. I always like to say that I'm drive time on Sundays. <laughs> okay, in 1924, a Labrador retriever was sentenced to life without parole at, at an Eastern State Penitentiary for doing what? Do you have any idea? Um, Overly licking someone. <laughs> right? Amy, you have any, any ideas? Stealing cookies. There you go. <laughs> no, that Labrador <laughs> killed the governor's cat. Oh, it killed the governor's cat. Goodness! So he got sentenced to life without parole, 1924. That's crazy. And there, there you go. Hey, it's all kinds. You never know. Hey, when you're governor, you can do whatever you want. Apparently, sometimes. but anyway, in 1924, I'm sure there isn't as micromanaged as yeah. now. So. Right, right. <laughs> He's probably just you know roamed the hallways and kept everybody you know happy. That's what they did. He was like the prison pet. Oh, there you go. Maybe That's a good one. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was, All right. right? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, let's go to uh, Colin with the dog anxiety. Okay. Because then that kind of fits right in with what Amy's here for. Sounds good. So let's go to Colin. Uh, Colin, are you there? Yep. Hey, Colin, this is Katie. Okay, do- dog's anxiety. Do you, uh, you want to turn down your radio? I'm getting feedback. Okay, thanks. There we go. Now I can't hear myself. That's good. <laughs> um, oh, okay, so what's your dog? What kind of dog? I, my dog is a mix between a Labrador, a Brittany Pointer, and a Husky. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> That's an unusual cross. And how old? Right. Uh, she just turned three. Three years? Um, so what my main question is, is that me and my dad live with each other, and um, our work schedules overlap, so sometimes she's in the kennel for two or three hours in between one of us being home. Uh, my dad realized the other day that she's got a sore on her snout just behind her nose that, from what he's thinking, is from her um, rubbing her nose on the door of the kennel. And then when he lets her out, she won't eat, she won't go to the bathroom, and she sits and stares at the window at the driveway until I come home. Okay. And now, so how, I have, didn't, you, have you had this dog since a pup, or did he rescue it? I got her from a friend who was um, uh, unable to no longer keep oh, her. Oh, okay. Okay, and how long have you had her? I've had her for just over a year. Okay, okay. And this sets in with some of the anxieties, because uh, Amy DeLong here, hopefully that's what she does, is works with, you know, whether it's anxiety of, you know, you not being around, and then anxieties being in the kennel and rubbing the nose. That's a very common thing, that dogs rub the top of their nose in there. So now, Amy, when you got a dog with anxieties, help us out here. Um, she just, my dad says that, because my, my truck that I have is loud. And he said that any time somebody with a louder vehicle comes through the neighborhood, she'll sit there and whine. And, mm-hmm. yep. and then she'll sit there and whine the whole time when I'm not there, and she won't go anywhere besides in front of the window waiting for me right, to get home. Right, and so that's what Amy's going to help you here with some maybe some oils that can help diffuse the situation as far as make her feel more calm that she's not going to be acting like rubbing her nose on the kennel or whatever. So, Amy, what do you got to say? Well, it's really important that she just kind of feels safe. Right. It's just safe at home, safe there while you are gone um, and really grounded um, and calm, like Katie said. So I find that oils that are like the trees, like conifers, like pines, firs, juniper, cedar wood, any of those oils tend to really help calm and ground a dog in general. Um, okay. And also, it's, you know, it may seem kind of silly, but I would say to talk to them, like, let them know that you're going to be gone, you know, eight hours or your dad will come back or, you know, have your dad tell them that you'll be home in two hours. So they, and especially when a dog that has already had a transition from one person to another, just knowing that this is their forever home and that they're safe with you. Um, Right. And I've known the dog since she was a puppy. So, well, that's really helpful. So that's good. Um, so, yeah, diffusing the oils. Um, this is also, Katie, a place where I will, you know, go into my tea touch bag because uh-huh. um, rubbing ears can be really helpful. There's really some calming points in, mm-hmm. you know, the meridians in the ears. Mm-hmm. So that can be helpful. Um, so that's something that his dad could do to the dog. Yep. Is rub the ears on the inside yep. of the ears along uh, the, the edges whole, or the what? The whole flap. So start at the base of the ear. I kind of put my my um the ear flap on the palm of my hand and the thumb on the top of the ear so mm-hmm. i'm holding it and i just kind of do circles down the ear until i get to the tip okay and i can go you know there's really no wrong way to do it just cover the ear uh-huh. um exhaling being really slow kind mm-hmm. of relaxed right because right. if you're panicked they're going to be panicked okay um, now, now like now the, the oils let's say would you uh, if you use some of the like the fur or fern or whatever uh that you'd put a couple drops like on your hand and then like would you put it on the dog itself like along the side how, what will you do here in cases like this um his dad could use the oil on his hands he could offer it to the dog to smell and then like pet the dog with it okay. we could also um, put some oils on a cotton ball 
and have that in the vicinity of the crate. That might be kind of a nice thing while you're gone so that that oil is working for her, or for your dog while you're out and right. about. Right, by the crate, not in the crate. Correct, <laughs> correct. Okay. And and if there's a cat around or any other animals, just make sure that that, that cotton ball is out of reach so nobody's eating it. Right, um, right. But something, you know, that oil, um, I think in times like this, it's only a couple hours, but a diffuser could be helpful, like we were talking about the ultrasonics. Um, yep, and I use I use one of those diffusers all the time. So is it the ultrasonic sound one that we were talking about? Where is it kind of put a couple? Yep, the one with the water. Oh, yeah. oh excellent. Okay, so what? Perfect. So, so what? What do you, What would you suggest? What like you said, fern, right? Yeah, fur? Fur, like balsam fir, okay, Siberian fir. Those are really good. Cedar wood is a really a common. Um, let me clarify, cedar wood atlas because there's different species of cedar wood, and right. not all of them are appropriate for animals. Okay. Um, but cedarwood atlas um, would be really helpful. You know, Roman chamomile is a little pricier oil, but it's just like the chamomile tea that we drank when we want to get sleepy All right, or okay. tired. So, right. um, but only like one to three. Well, what's that? What weight are we with this stuff? Um, she's about she's about eighty five pounds. Eighty five around there. Yeah, you could be in the you know two to four ish. Range of drops, yeah, two to four drops. Um, You know, it might be helpful to watch, to do it when you're home. Just run the diffuser when you're home, see how she responds to the oils when you're there, and then you would know how she's responding so you could do it with her when you're not there, and then you're going to know that, oh, this this oil makes her more sleepy, for Mm -hmm. example, or not necessarily sleepy. I wouldn't, you know, the thing calm. So with anxiety, I just look for like more of a, uh-huh. you know, yeah. let's just take a few layers off of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Instead of sitting there staring at the, out the window and that, and then plus with that nose, if she's, you could put extra virgin coconut oil on that nose to help heal it too. Okay. okay. Yep. And then I have a oil that's called sandalwood. So would that work as well? Yes. Or is that- yes. Sandalwood is, would be really good for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very nice okay. and grounding. Okay, because that, that's one of my personal favorites, so. Yeah, right. so try, well, do you know how she is with it when you're home? Have you observed her at all when you are running that? Um, usually when I run it, it's at night, and I run, I put about two or three drops in. Okay. And I run it at night, and usually she's a little hyper when it's time to go to bed. It usually gets her to calm down pretty quick. Well, uh-huh. there you go. Okay. I would certainly try, I mean, you've tried that, I mean, you've used it with her, so you know right. how she does kind of calm and settle it. It's going to be familiar to her. So that will also be helpful because it's going to have an affiliation, you know, at, at like nighttime, this is what we do. So right. um, definitely start there. Now, do you, does okay. your diffuser have uh, a timer? So, you, I mean, that what, what did you say? Intermittent. Intermittent. Okay. Does your, is yours intermittent? Um, I can't remember if it is, but I know I can set a timer that will shut off after five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Okay, because intermittent, yeah. then, then it will turn it back on, though. Yeah, the intermittent on the diffusers will, like, run it for, say, 10 minutes and then off for 30 minutes or for an hour. They're all a little different that okay. way. But then it would come back on. Right. So, But I think if you are um, if you don't have that running at a timer for, like, 20 minutes and then it's going to be off, like you'd say, for, what, a couple hours? Is that yep. Yeah, so I think you'd be okay with, like, 20 minutes since she's used to it running at night anyway. Okay, um, and then also too now, like if, you're, if there's she's just by herself, 
you know, always leave a radio and or a TV on to keep the house noises away. You know, the white right. noise, you want white noise in there so she doesn't concentrate on any particular, you know, uh, sound that wigs her out. All right. Right. And then I've also heard that tea tree oil is bad for pets. The smell of it anyway. Well, tea is tree, that true? Um, let's say this. Tea tree <laughs> oil is one that I do not have in my toolbox because there's other oils that are safer and as effective. So okay. the problem that we run in with tea tree is that it oxidizes and then it's not so safe and it's very sensitizing as well. Um, it can be a little intense for the animals. So if you okay. were using it, I would really dilute it. Well, okay. Really the, dilute what's it. a substitute for tea tree oil? Um, Nioli okay. is also in the Malaleuca family. Right. So it has all the same properties, but it's a milder version all right. than tea tree. Okay. Um, lavender is okay. also, if you like, the, if you can do the smell of lavender, Katie, I know you don't. <laughs> but lavender that will also nerve me. <laughs> you know, and it depends on what you're using the tea tree for. If it's an antibacterial, antiviral, then um, lavender will do the same thing. Um, in fact, there's quite a few oils that will do that. Sweet marjoram okay. is also another really good antiviral, antibacterial. That's also calming and very okay. safe to use for ant with animals. Okay. Because at one point I had a tea tree lotion. When I started using it, it seemed like she was getting. I stopped using it and it changed. Oh, well, I never there you got go. Asking anybody about it. So. Wow, well, that was a good observation on your part. I'm proud of say. you. <laughs> Great observation. We always need to just observe our animals mm -hmm. when we're using these oils. Yep. That's and, right. And also, probably in that lotion, it's very possible that the tea tree wasn't, um, as we were saying, like a pure, that it was more uh, of a manufactured tea okay. tree or century. Because mm -hmm. in the, like, if you go to the bod a bath and body type shop, and you get some lotions, those are more of a fragranced oh, oil okay. that are synthetic, right? Okay. not like, you know, as the quote-unquote therapeutic okay. oils. All right. Does that okay. help you well, out, kiddo? You. Well, thank yes, you. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Have yes, a good have one. Have a rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, so that's, that brings up a lot because I've heard that too. Now, you have a stat as far as when we come back, you can explain to us uh, the, the, what 10 years ago, the poison, the calls to poison control. Okay. So do, do you have the, do you have the question in, right in front of you? I do. All Here's right. the question. Here you go, guys. So 10 years ago, um, in 2008, ASPCA poison hotline received 87 calls regarding essential oils and cats. All right. So the question would be 10 years later. What are the stats now? Okay. Go ahead. I'll give you some nope. options. Okay, give some options. Options. Carly likes that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, 174. All right. 261. All right. 316. All right. Or 435. And this is 10 years later, correct? 10 years later. Okay, so think of that and we'll come back. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 show. I greatly appreciate it. Remember, you can podcast it wherever you get your podcast or get the podcast from mytalk1071.com. So it'll be great. And now uh, reread the question there, Miss Amy DeLong, and uh, then see if Carly can guess it. Go ahead. All right. 2008, ASPCA Poison Control had 87 calls. That's for the whole year, right? The whole year. Okay. Related to essential oils and cats. All right. So 10 years later. Right now. 2018. 2018. 
how many calls did they receive? 174, 261, 316, or 435? What do you think, Carly? Um, I'm going to go with the 261. 261. I already know the answer, so <laughs> go ahead. What's well, no. cheating? Well, we but discussed we were, it prior oh. to the show. <laughs> it's higher than that. Let me guess again. It's, <laughs> it's the 400 one. Nope. Oh, dang it. It's the, the middle one it's then. It's the, the third one. Yeah. 316. So four times. Holy buckets. The amount that they had received 10 years later. And that was earlier. just in cats because cats that are more sensitive. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That was just cats. Wow. Um, but interesting and something really to consider is in 2000, the early this year. So this report came out like in early February. Mm-hmm. They had already had 45 calls in just the first five weeks of this year. Oh, my. And most of them were related to eucalyptus. Oh, really? And if you think about the whole flu thing in the mm-hmm. winter months. Oh, oh so, that's interesting. And eucalyptus is very known for rest. Respiratory. Right. You know, it's great for respiratory right. things, and but not so great for cats. Really? And so, why? So, so cats um, metabolize differently. Okay. They have different well, liver all right. enzymes, all right. right? So even medications, there's mm-hmm. they just metabolize things differently. So some of the components that are in essential oils, they are not able to metabolize. Okay. So they may be able to handle like a really you know, one time exposure to something, but if they had repeated oh. exposure, that buildup in their bloodstream is not going to be able to What would be alternative to eucalyptus then if I'm feeling poor and I got a cat? Um, well, personally, I use NyQuil. It's <laughs> 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 nothing to smell, but, or Vicks. Or Vicks. Well, Vicks has their eucalyptus in it. Or Yeah, but I don't put it in the air. I put it on me. Right, so. <laughs> right. Um, well, if the cat's going to be in the bedroom, right? If the cat's sleeping somewhere else, somewhere else in the house, you're okay mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, respiratory, well, we could go, you know what? It's really tricky, quite mm-hmm. honestly, because a lot of those respiratory, really good respiratory ones are the oils that cats should be um, really av- avoiding All with right. them right. or right. using like really cautiously. So right. that, um, let's see, frankincense. That would be a good one. That's good for respiratory right. and immune system. Um, and the sweet marjoram, that right. again is another, and lavender. Mm-hmm. But we know you won't that, put, be yeah. putting that in your room. <laughs> frankincense, I'm not a big fan either in frankincense either. That's okay. I'll be fine. I'll be no. fine. But uh, okay. So now that, but that was it for, for cats too. And like I said, but uh, you know, some people have guinea pigs. You know, some people have, you know, lizards and snakes and such like that. And I know, you know, which all smell. Absolutely. And so they got to really be mindful. Now, they can get, if they have questions, they can get a hold of you, correct? Oh, yes. And so where, yep. how do they do that? Uh, you can go through my website at amywilliamsdelong.com. Email or my phone is on there. And I, you know, if you email me and leave your phone number, I'll call you back because mm-hmm. I'd rather talk to somebody. <laughs> Same here. Than to uh, email back and <laughs> yep, forth yep, over yep. some of these things. No kidding. Okay. Yeah, because that's the whole thing is to, of this is to have Amy here is oils are becoming huge. And my big thing was when we had you on before, I, I got some emails of people who just like they never thought of using their diffuser for themselves, how it was affecting their animals. Yep. And so now... By using oils in the house, is there such a thing as uh, a bad reaction as far as maybe making the pets, whether a dog or cat, crabby? I mean, where they're getting a little bit more, you know, uh, not, you know, snarky because they're just, they don't, 
aren't doing too well with inhaling what you decide to put in there? Um, I haven't really seen it in terms of getting more snarky. Okay. It's more like they just go into like a shutdown. Oh, okay. So a lot of people, um, and this is kind of one of my pet peeves, I think, is that a lot of people, if you overuse oils, the animals can appear calm, mm-hmm. right? Because right. they're laying and they're sleeping. Right. But if you're really observing, there's a difference between calm and shut down. Oh, right. Right. And feeling lethargic mm-hmm. or just not feeling really good. Okay. So they're more likely to, you know, if, getting, if they're going to be vomiting or have that tummy upset, have a, like a headache, right? I mean, right. you've ever been walked into a space where somebody else has some perfume oh. or something that's too strong and you're yeah. like, oh, get me out of here. Throw it reverse. <laughs> yeah. You get a headache right. kind of thing or a stomach, you know, you've adverse feeling. And right. so they're more likely to feel like that. Mm-hmm. So I would be more concerned if I see them not getting, I mean, I wouldn't be looking for snarky. I would right. be looking for, are they retreating? Are they, you know, hiding in their crate yeah. or going right. in, away from this? Um, looking like they don't, a loss of appetite. All right. You might have that drinking more, drooling mm-hmm. more. Okay. Now, um, uh, fire thunderstorms, fireworks. Is that are they in the same category or not? Let's say like Mike Gilligan. You know, uh, some storms he's a little bit of a nervous, but then there's some norm storms that come through and he's flying on my lap. <laughs> okay. Yep. So what what uh, would that be the same for fireworks also, or are they two different animals as far as what 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 oils do you would you suggest? So when I go with um, so if I'm dealing with anxiety, that's like general. Um, there's always more situational dependent a little bit and mm-hmm. what's happening with the people, what what triggers it. Mm-hmm. When we look at thunderstorms, then I pretty much just go to like bang my heaviest sedative type oils. Mm-hmm. Um, so Valerin, which is, oh, yeah, Val- you know, Val- from Valium plant, yeah. the plant from Valium, right? Yeah. Yeah. One drop of that is real, will go a long way. Now, where do we, what do we do with the value? Do I would put them out of my hands and rub it on my dog? Am I putting it in a diffuser? What am I doing? I would, in this case, um, well, I'm always diluting, mm-hmm. right? So yep. if I'm using anything on my hands or in, in a diffuser, you're diffusing it, you're di- diluting in the water. Right, correct. So um, in cases like thunderstorms, I usually have a blend. Um, it's diluted down to appropriate dilution levels. It's applied to your hands. Rub your hands together. You can allow them to smell it. You can rub it on their body, on their thunder shirt, on the blanket, on their bed, wherever on your clothes, mm-hmm. if they're in your lap, right? you know, you want the scent around. All right. Um, and the beauty of it is it's instant. Mm-hmm. The smells will go like right into their, right up their nose, into their brain in seconds. Wow. And so some of the dogs I've worked with, you know, they'll have the trazodones mm-hmm. and things that, you know, in the night or you're at, these things show up, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know. And right. cram, bang, yeah. yeah, all that. And so these work really, really well to take the edge off of that. Oh, and right. the goal being that they maybe aren't passing, panting, pacing right. as much okay. or at all in some cases. Okay. Same with fireworks? Yep, or are they two different? Fireworks. Okay. It's the noise, right? I mean, right. that big loud yep. crash of a thunder is very much like, Yes, the thun like the fireworks, and right. one of my dogs is doing that now too. Never bothered him yeah. at all, but now he's fourteen, and if you get that big crash, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, because that's is. what uh, Gilligan was fine for the first year and a half that I had him, and then there was a mishap with the neighbors, and then oh, ever since then, yeah. 
he's been a little bit, but he's gotten better, you know, compared to where he was. So, well, you guys don't t- touch that channel. We're going to come back talk more with Amy DeLong and then the oils. And if you got any questions for Amy, please give a call 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Uh, cats can't taste what? We'll be back.